1901, a woman by the name of Annie Taylor climbed into a barrel so that she could ride that barrel over Niagara Falls, the first person to do so. The reason for her crazy endeavor? She was struggling to make ends meet, and she was hoping for fame and financial security. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage, a faith and family mortgage team that tries to improve your financial outlook without having to ship you over a 170-foot waterfall. Our mortgage team happens to be an arm of a bigger company who is a direct lender, which means our company gets to use its own money and make its own decisions within its own walls. There's no middleman. This advantage often allows us to get you a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money through a refinance, or help you with a cash-out refinance, cashing out some of your home's equity to use for life. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Melville Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage banker. For all licensing information, go to nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Corporate NMLS number 1330. Equal housing lender. Not licensed in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, and Utah. Well, right now we are talking with Joni DeBrito, and uh, we are going to talk about a topic that many of you may be facing. It's navigating adult children coming home or not coming home for the holidays. And Joni comes to us from Focus on the Family and helps families uh, with so many things uh, going on that families just go through in life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So good morning to you, Joni. Good morning. So great to be with you again. Well, Joni, it's really great to have you with us. You know, expectations for family can be really high over the holidays, especially when you're seeing loved ones that you haven't been around for a few months. So how do you actually do this? Is there a way to navigate some expectations when adult children actually come home for the holidays? Yes, and that's the magic word, the expectations. So typically adults, parents, Uh, who are welcoming their children home or talking to their kids about coming home or not coming home. They have a lot of expectations, but we need to remember that the kids have expectations as well. So the most important thing is to talk before the holidays come up. So this is the time to talk. This is the time to say, what are your expectations if they've decided to come home? What are your expectations when you get home in terms of how you plan to spend your time? So the typical scenario is that, let's say we're starting just with kids coming home from college. And kids coming home from college will have expectations to spend a little time with their family, but they also want to reconnect with friends that they haven't seen from high school and do things that they really enjoy doing in their home community. And so it's a very typical scenario where someone will say, oh, I'm coming home for Christmas, Mom, and Mom or Dad will start making all of these plans and figuring out every hour of the day and what they're going to do together and so forth. But kids' expectations tend to be a little bit different. So the key is to talk and say, here's kind of what we were hoping for, what were you hoping for, and hopefully be able to come to a a nice agreement before they get home. Because once they get home and they say, okay, I'm off to my friend's house, and you say, oh, no, no, we have this plan, that's when some of the problems occur. Okay. okay. So have you like had like one of those spy cameras in my home? Because I'm that <laughs> one who's so excited when my youngest daughter comes home for college. I want to spend every waking moment yes. with her instead of yes. just letting her off and do the things that she wants to do. So uh, yeah. thank you for speaking to me this morning, Joni. I appreciate that. 
Help <laughs> I him. have been spying on you, Ken. I have been spying. <laughs> <laughs> so we're talking with Dr. Joni DeBrito, and she has more than 30 years of experience as a parent educator, family life educator, school social worker, and administrator, and licensed mental health professional. So she can really help us. And uh, Joni, what about when college students come home? How is that different from adult children with their kids? Well, obviously, that adds another uh, layer, Tom and Tabby. It's very, um, it's a little bit more complicated because not only are you talking about how adults want to spend their time, your adult children, but what you're going to be doing with the kids. And some of that has to do with child care. So often, again, those kids coming home, if they are coming to a community where they were raised, they will often want to connect and do some things on their own and so forth. And so sometimes the kids are expecting grandparents to watch the children. And probably most grandchildren are thrilled, or grandparents rather, are thrilled to do that. But they also need to remember that their energy levels are probably not up to watching for long periods of time. And also, um, we want to be respectful of one another's time and not only just say, I'm coming home so I can dump my kids with my parents and they can take care of my kids while I'm out doing other things. That's fine for periods of time, but it's not fair for kids to expect that their parents are going to watch their children for long periods of time. So that's something to talk about. The other thing to talk about is the use of the space in the house. So where do they feel like it would be most comfortable for them to be? Where do you think it would be most comfortable for them to be? Are there some times where they want to have just some private family time, Uh, which actually I would suggest because for kids, depending on their age, especially if they're little, Christmas can be very overstimulating, and that often leads to tears and struggles and so forth. So it's probably helpful to kind of plan some time when they're together with the whole family, maybe just together with grandma and grandpa, um, and then other times when the family is just kind of alone together. You're listening to Mornings with Tom and Tavi inside of a conversation with our good friend Joni DeBrito. And we're talking about that moment when kids come back to the household, whether they're in college or whether they are uh, adults with children. And Joni, I wanted to ask, you know, there are some common issues that parents and their adult children face when they're actually back in the same home again. How do you actually deal with that? Not necessarily in the holidays, but say they come back to stay. How do you deal with that? <laughs> Well, once again, you have to be uh, very open in your communication regarding what your expectations are, um, talking together adult to adult about what are now are the house rules, so to speak, things that parents who own the home are hoping will be respected, but also recognizing that they have an adult child and they're not dealing with you know, having to set specific limits that it's the adult that will take responsibility for that. How do they manage the time in the home? How do they manage the space in the home? How do they manage um, different things um, that are going to be done in the home? So typically, you want the adult child to be responsible for his or her things. So they're responsible, but should be responsible for doing their laundry, for doing their dishes, for keeping their room clean, keeping other areas of the home clean, and so forth. And then talking about when that 
uh, different parts of the home can be used for other things that they might want to do, such as having friends over and so forth. So that there are probably some guidelines of, hey, we're usually gone Friday, Saturday, or we go up to the mountains or what have you. When we're gone, it's fine. If you want to have some friends over, let's talk about how many kind of, you know, general ideas about how to be respectful of the space. And so those are, again, things that you really want to talk about. And also remember that the vast majority of kids who are living at home are living there out of necessity, not because they actually want to be there. (laughs) Most of them really want to be living independently. So most of them crave a lot of alone time, even though they're in your house. They want to feel like I'm actually an adult. I'm not still living with my parents. So give them lots of space and time to be alone and also maybe have just friends over whatever and be alone with them. Mm, That's interesting, but that that makes perfect sense. And I'm going to just ask a follow-up. What about paying rent? I think that that is a good idea for some people. Obviously, it's a sore spot if the person has moved home because he or she has lost a job. And so that's something where you might want to negotiate. And negotiation there could be that they're not paying out of their pocket, but there are other things that you're having them do to earn the rent that they would otherwise be paying. So if, for instance, the house needs to be painted or a room needs to be painted or something, that that is something that they can do while they're out of work so that they're contributing to the home and contributing in a way that they um, wouldn't otherwise have been able to contribute if they weren't living at home. So getting them involved, and that also helps them to not sink into depression if they're, you know, if they've lost a job and they don't want to be home and things are just not going well, keeping them busy is really important. So that can kind of kill two birds with one stone. So good to have you with us. This is Mornings with Tom and Tommy, and we're speaking with Joni DeBrito about those moments during the holidays when the adult children, whether they're in college or they're coming back, they come home for the holidays. And Joni, it's so good to be with you. But Tommy's got a specific question, something of the other way around. Yeah, I'm wondering what happens when a child decides they don't want to come home for the holidays for various reasons. What have you experienced with that? Well, first of all, there are various reasons and you need to think about why they might not be coming home. A lot of them are working and uh, some of them have very limited funds and it can be very expensive to get home and also really difficult to navigate just the travel schedules given the many uh, issues we've had with disruptions in flights and that sort of thing. So that could be a practical reason. They might also not be able to get the amount of time that they need off to get maybe all the way across the country, et cetera. But there are other reasons. And some of the other reasons are that perhaps in the past they've had experiences at home that have not been pleasant at holiday time. Um, for me and my family, we really enjoy being together, but we know that some families come together and there's just a lot of stress and arguing and so forth. So sometimes kids want to avoid that. The other issue that seems to be a growing trend in our culture today is adult kids deciding just to um, disown their parents. And sometimes they have good reasons. Sometimes there have been really painful histories of abuse and neglect and those kinds of things. And so, of course, they're getting healthy as 
individual adults and realize that it's not healthy for them to be there. But there's this other thing that seems to be going on where you have um, adult children who are actually being told, and I know this because I've talked with many adult children who admit that they've been told by teachers, professors, mentors, sometimes even counselors, that their job is to let their parents know everything that they did wrong as a parent and to send them a list of all of their grievances and then disown them, which is obviously not in accordance with Scripture at all. Mm. And it's incredibly painful for many loving parents who simply were imperfect parents, as we all are. None of us are perfect parents. And so there does seem to be that trend. Um, and, you know, it obviously doesn't show respect for parents. And so when those kinds of things happen, again, it's a really good opportunity for a discussion and kind of talking about what's going on and trying to find out if there's a practical reason that your adult child isn't coming home, which probably is most of the case. But if not, to see if you might be able to start the steps toward some rec- reconciliation there. That just sounds so painful. Mm-hmm. and. I just, you know, I, I feel like it started with the whole cancel culture and, hey, if that's this person's exactly not building it, me up, then they don't need to be in my life. And now that's going into mm-hmm. our families as well. And again, I agree with you. If it's if it's extreme and if it's abuse and things like that, of course, you have to make some boundaries. But just mm-hmm. for mistakes, I, I just feel like our culture has gotten to that place of it's cool to be unforgiving. So let's make sure that we, the people of God, are wa- walking that different path, counterculture, and we are extending forgiveness, and we are asking God to help us work through the pain of our past. And all of us had imperfect parents and, and had pain from our parents. So uh, that just that just hurts, hurts me to hear. Um, so it, maybe there's a parent who's listening right now, and maybe that's what they've been going through. And so we just, our hearts go out to you. We want to pray for you. And if, if you want to reach out to us, please do that right now as well at 423-629-8900. And as we're wrapping up our time here together, Joni, would you do me a favor? Because there are some people that are going through that. Would you feel comfortable just praying for those parents who are dealing with that right now? Absolutely, I would. God, we lift up those parents who are struggling with their adult children who might be estranged from them and may not even understand why. God, I pray for their own humility, that they'll be able to look at themselves and see if they have anything that they need to discuss with their children and seek reconciliation for. But I also pray that they will have empathy for their children and the things that they might be going through that might be difficult. And I pray for their children for the same thing, that they would have humility toward their parents and that they would have empathy as well, and that you would be in the midst of conversations, God, that bring them reconciliation and bring them understanding of one another so that they can have a deeper, more abiding relationship and so that they can build their dependence on you, Father. We know that parents, for the most part, want to do the best for their children, and we know that they want to love them in the way that you love us, Father, but we all fail. And so I pray that in those moments when families are having these kinds of difficulties with their adult children, that they will pause and stop and give that burden to you and then make that phone call or connect in some way so that they can begin the process of reconciling in a way that will bring them both comfort and joy and peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. 